Hot sex on a platter. Hot sex on a platter. What you say your name? Hot sex on a platter. 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 Hey yo, who wanna put a fight for a long time? No hear from suckers walking around talking about they can get some, but that vibe is not cipher. No can do. And if you take out for dope, then ask the other two, and I'll proceed to let you know exactly how to flow. I'm not a lord doctor, so just suckle with the hoe. Oops, my mistake. I didn't know you went with her. Should I run down the line of all the kids are done hit her? Don't be bitter. I hear that honey resembles a critter. Heard she likes it two on one like my man John Ritter. But back to the subject, you can't catch wreck. You must get respect to earn respect. Suckers think they can hurt me. Cause now it's best, you're full of jokes Well yo, your name ain't flex I got the riches, the bitches I'm large like a Huxable You think you're all that But your girl's quite doable, yeah I'm telling you, G, to back up off me I'm not a man called Hawk But I ain't Mr. Softy Rapping is a hard Coming straight from the heart So get the talk We got the action the sky To all my people with the funk, I'm the undercover brother, dump your hole in the trunk. Save all the sad songs and the tear jerkers. Niggas step back, it's the lyrical worker. The points that I create ain't in paperback books. The points that I create are for hookers in the crooks. My mental is excelling cause I dabble in the books. I'm not the one to front on, so sub up, sub ups. Yo, I guess the pickings, I'm such a damn dickens. If you step to this, then the block just thickens. I run you around the track like a bunny and a dog. To me, you're just another MC on the wall. A link in the chain, fluid on the Brain. I boast of pipe lyrics, and yours are mundane. See, I can't maintain, especially if you come back. I'm the lyrical master blaster. Yeah, I could do that. I could also do your girl, so leave the hoe at home. 'Cause when I get done, I have a strong on bones. It's the no joke pressure that elevates my mind, make me pick up and go. When it's time to drop my rhymes, my title is Rock, the Abstract Poetic. I'm in the idle mode, but my energy's kinetic, so smooth and debonair. Special for the air, gotta keep my thing in gear 'cause it's evident and clear that I will rock on the rock. Another episode of Unaccompanied Adult with Joe Diaz is going on, everybody. Oh, man. You know what's messed up? I just realized right now, I think I, I, I should have um, switched this song for last week's episode and last week's, uh, last week's song uh, for this episode because... Of the subject matter. Plus, come on, man. They're both classics. I hope everybody's doing well out there. Is is feeling like winter again? Uh, it's cold. It's getting colder. It's not where it's supposed to be, but it's it's getting there. Uh, so I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, you know, I hope everybody's past a whole holiday haze that we've been living in for the past like four months. Uh, so now things have quieted down. Uh, people are staying in more uh, and listening to the podcast. Uh, so, yeah. I had a I had a, a mixed bag of reactions to last week's episode. Um, 
And understandably, understandably, uh, you know, certain subjects are still a little taboo uh, to discuss, but I've always uh, subscribed to the school of, hey, man, um, the only way to understand something is to discuss it openly. So this is what I'm doing. So this is part two of last week's episode. Uh, yeah. So last week I delved into, you know, having a healthy sexual uh, sex life inside of a relationship. Uh it just covered you know a myriad of uh, of topics related to such ideas you know like you know you got to like how often should you have sex um and just keeping your partner happy in in the bedroom and just in 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 in, in relationships in general you know you have to I don't want to say abide by, but you should keep that person's desires in mind when you're trying to make them happy. Does that make sense? So, yeah. So I was talking about the whole, you know, uh, the whole idea of, you know what? You have to fulfill each other's fantasies. That's why I kept saying over and over again. Uh, but we never really delve deep into what said fantasies are. So if you thought last week was a little, uh, a little racy, this one is going to get downright disgusting. I'm just going to family members, close friends. If you're not, Trying to hear what I'm about to talk talk about, I suggest you skip to the next episode, which I'm sure might be about uh, too many sneakers. I don't I don't know. I, I I think of them on the fly. Uh, so yes, I will be talking about the dis nah, not the disgusting. I'm gonna be talking about fetishes and kinks, ladies and gentlemen, and. Just, yeah, it's gonna get is 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 going to go to a dark place. So, I forgive you for not listening to this this uh, particular episode because it's about to get debaucherous. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. All right, they're gone. So, let's talk about horniness, people. Let's talk about horniness. Now, full disclosure, I am half Dominican. So, horniness is a cultural thing. Just Latinos, I said Latinos. I'm sorry, everybody, for saying it so Caucasianly. Uh I Latino. When you're a Latino, there you go. I have to put a little 
a little spice on it. Uh, so when you're Latino, so the stereotype of a, of a Latin man, Latin woman, is they're hot and they're spicy and they're passionate. He's the Latin lover. Rico, suave. That whole shit. So it, there, there's a certain stereotype that it's kind of like, it's true. Like, that's why, like, Latinos, we have so many goddamn kids. Because it's like enough already. Like, Jesus. Like, for Dominicans, specifically Dominicans, you get a bottle of, uh, of Brugal in them or a little uh, Mama Juana. And we're going to have multiple families. This is why we have so many families is because when we're like our wives are tired, they're like, like, yeah, Juan Carlos, leave me alone. I'm, I got to sleep. And you go, uh, all right. So I'm going to go cheat and have a secret family because, you know, I have to divide up my sex drive. Because if not, I'm just going to go crazy in this house. So I have to. So, so long story less long. Ladies, Dominican men cheat on you because we're, we know that you're tired from having sex all the time with us. So we're like, you know what? You're right. I need to. Uh, <laughs> I need to spread this love. I need to uh, delegate some of this panacea. So which which brings a question up is does horniness run in the family? And that's a that's that's a very that's a very interesting question. You know, like we get all these things, you know, we we get all these uh TED talks and and messages and books and articles about what a normal libido looks like. But like they're pretty much all made up because they're, they're, there's no there's no set libido. Like you, you can have an uh, but like I, I guess it's a cultural thing, a societal thing where you go, man, that nigga fucks a lot. Or, you know, you, you, like some guys are man whores. Like, oh, my God, he's so sex-driven. He only stinks with his dick. That You know, that's the stereotype that men have of, hey, you know, this guy is always horny. And, you know, blah, 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 blah. Women, there's, there's a term for it. Nymphomaniacs. Oh, my God. She can't get enough of it. She's addicted. She's a maniac. She has sex mania. And I guess that that term can be uh, used to identify both genders or all 17 of them, according to this uh, new society. But, you know, so like this over, like, you know, the, the, getting back to it, like this whole idea, this horniness uh, running the family. I don't know. 
I don't think you can inherit uh, your sex drive. I don't think you can inherit it. You can inherit eye color. You can inherit uh, height, shoe size, dick size, skin color. You can inherit these things. But sex drive, I think, I think is a, a case, uh, a person-to-person -person basis. You know, I am, and plus, I don't, I really don't want to think about my, my father's sex drive. I don't. There's not enough therapy that exists in this world that we're able, that, that is able to fix what will be wrong with me if I think too hard about my father's sex drive. It's gross. So, yeah. But, like, again, uh, I think in today's society uh, with, I guess, how liberal people are becoming with their bodies. And in a, in, sometimes in a good way, sometimes in a bad way. It is what it is. But I think people are exploring their sex drive. Because for many years, we've suppressed it. And it could be societal. It could be uh, uh, religion-based. It could be just um, a familial thing. Like, you know, it, what happens in your, in your family. It could be a cultural thing. Uh, but I think now people are exploring. Like, people want to have sex more now and more often because of how open we are to sexuality and usually like men stereotypically we've you know there's a whole movie series about fucking a pie and you know pretty much like guys since the first time we, like when we the first time we nut the first time we figure out hey i can use this thing for 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 evil we're, we're we're trying to hump everything in sight like yo that couch better chill out couch thick as hell for no apparent reason covered in plastic already oh girl you already wrapped up and safe all right ain't nobody home <laughs> Like so, our our sex drives uh, are are kicked into overdrive until God. I don't even know because now with the like when Viagra was invented, it 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 it. it I don't want to say lengthened because that's that's just wrong, but it extended the time frame. Of when a man's libido uh, expires. And I'm telling you, I can't wait for it to expire. Like, I'll, I, you know, once I get to a certain age, which is like, mm, it's, 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 it's coming up. Uh, I'm not going to take Viagra. I'm not going to take any uh, ED pills because I can't wait. So I can finally focus and write my memoirs. Like I, I, 
you know, there's something about letting my sex drive, you know, die out that uh, that needs to happen. Uh, so, yeah, so that's there's that. Um, so in researching uh, this episode, uh, there was a question that really stuck out to me. It stuck out to me because I never really uh, thought about it. Now, I ended last episode, and I think I, I believe I, I, I started with, uh, with it as well, where I was talking to my, my friend about the predicament that she's in with the guy that she's with. Uh, and apparently he wasn't really lasting long. Like my man was making soft boiled eggs. If you get my drift, you don't. Okay. Uh, so hold on. You know what's funny? Hold on. Hey Siri, how long does it take to make a soft boiled egg? I'm going to fucking, I'm, I'm, I'll get to the bottom of this. You don't have an answer for that? That's bullshit. All right, hold on. Let me Google it. Let me Google it straight up. Uh, time for soft boiled egg. As I'm Googling on air. What are you going to do? Perfect soft boiled egg. There we go. Cooking time. It's perfect. Nope. All right. Come on, bro. Here we go. Let's go. Let's do this. Hold on. There we go. Uh, four to five minutes. Four to five minutes. It takes four to five minutes to make a soft boiled egg. Now, if this guy is not lasting four to five minutes, then you're not really pleasing anybody. You're pleasing yourself. Stop wasting people's time for four to five fucking minutes. So, like, in, in you know, so. The question is, is like, you know, how long uh, is too long to have a session? And this is uh, purely uh, talking about vaginal penetration. Vaginal sex, right? And they say, again, uh, one to two minutes, too short. It's too short of a time. The water Hasn't even begun boiling for that soft boiled egg. Now, what's interesting is that they say 10 to 30 minutes is considered too long for vaginal sex. Which I start, I start thinking about, um, I started thinking about that. Now, some may agree, some may disagree. Now, I see where they're coming from for, uh, uh, with this, that 10 to 30 is too long. I can see. And, and before you bite my head off, let's say you're not as lubricated as you need to be. You're not as hydrated as you once were. You get my drift? You picking up what I'm putting down? So if, 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 if you go for too long, 
certain ladies, certain ladies, if they go for too long, and this has happened to me before too, if we, we go for too long, she starts drying up. You know, that's why I like, you know, uh, lube comes in into play. It's not just for old ladies and ain't no sex anymore. It's for you girls who only drink soda. <laughs> you got to start drinking Gatorade and water. Get your electrolytes up. Fix your pH balance. Uh, I, I, I know, I know that pH balance has nothing to do with how what you get. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just over here making jokes, people. So yes. Uh, some say that ten to thirty minutes is too long. Now, in preparing for this uh this show this episode and i read that question and it rem it reminded me of a butt naked conversation that i had when i was in my early 20s now i don't know if any of you have had a butt naked conversation not after not before but in the middle of sex you stopped you interrupted sex to have a butt naked conversation has that ever happened to you guys i'll tell you this is very off-putting it's very troublesome i was a little worried so uh so the young lady that i was uh, seeing at the time she had one of those uh projection clocks and uh, it was projecting the time on her ceiling. And she had a very good view of it because I, I kind of like missionary. Anyway, so in the middle of it, she taps. She goes, hold on, like on my shoulder. I'm like, what happened? She goes, we have to stop. I'm like, yo, you okay? She goes, no, 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 we have to talk. I'm like, uh, now? She goes, yeah, right now. So I was like, okay. She goes, I I'm going to need you to sit on the other side of the bed. And I'm going to sit over here. And I need you to answer me honestly. I was like, oh, shit, what happened? She goes, did you take anything before you got here? I was like, what do you mean? She goes, she goes. Don't ask questions. Just answer my question. Did you take anything before you got here? I was like, no. Now, let me uh, pause the story to remind people that gas station pills exist. Those those packs that they sell right next to like the lighters and like the, the Kinder chocolates and shit. Those those gas station pills work wonders. You got to take like seven of them. But you're going like, especially if you mix it with Henny or whatever. People are getting pregnant anyway. So, yes, I've and, and I'll be honest, I've taken them in the past. But this particular uh, particular night, I didn't. So I was like, no, she goes, Joe. I like you. I really like you. Um, We have a good time together. 
I really like being with you, but this is not going to work if you're not honest with me. I was like, yo, I, I promise you, I, I didn't take anything. I was like, why? She goes, I've, I've been looking at the time. And you know what's fucked up? And now I'm, now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, damn, why is this bitch looking at the time? Uh, Like, damn, it, it, was I that boring? Was I that? Anyway. Anyway, I'm, I'm letting my insecurities show. So she goes, no. Uh, in the middle of it, I just so happened to look at the time because I have meetings in the morning. Ah, gotcha. And I go, yeah, so uh, really quick, how, how long have I been going? She goes, I'm not going to tell you that. But let's keep going. But you got to finish soon because I have meetings in the morning. So, yeah. So apparently... Going too long is sometimes selfish, depending if the person has meetings in the morning. Or also, again, if you're not really, let's say it's like the fifth time or the fourth time, fifth, Jesus. Let's say the second or third time. There you go. That's, that's a little bit more uh, down to earth. Uh, let's say it's the third time that you're having it and like this session is really lasting long and let's say you're getting chafed. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. You know, you're scraping your brakes at this point. So, so yeah. Uh, but like, you know, a lot of people say like, yo, too much sex is bad for you. Too much sex is bad for you. You know. You uh, you can you can suffer from exhaustion and fatigue. That's that's. Uh. So a couple of years ago. Again, I I think I I I spoke on this before, where I I had a roster. I had a roster, uh, and it was an extensive roster. And it was, it consisted of, I want to say five girls. Yeah, it was five. It was five. Uh, and they all had separate days. Like this is my Monday chick, my Tuesday chick, my Wednesday chick, Thursday, Friday. Da, 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 da. Uh, so I'll tell you this. I used to get to, and they didn't, and, and, and stupid me or very intelligent of me, I kept, like, they all, I didn't keep them. Like, they all lived in different parts of Jersey. Like, you know, two lived in um, South Jersey or Central, whatever the fuck. Uh, one lived around me, uh, and two stayed up uh, North Jersey. So there was no way. No way they can know each other. So what that does to you, and I'm just going to let you know what that does to you is it makes you drive everywhere and you're tired a lot. So like sometimes like, look, like there was one, one young lady that I was seeing uh, and she lives like 15 minutes yeah, 15 minutes, eight, matter of fact, eight minutes 
uh, away from my job at the time. I was like, yo, I'm just going to crash here. I'll take a shower and then, I'm, you know, I'm just going to head to work. She's like, yeah, fine. And I will get to work so fucking tired, bro. I will get, I'll go to work exa- exhausted. So too much sex. And I'm talking about like, and yeah, I only went raw with one and she was my favorite. Um, and we, and we all know how special going raw with somebody really is. Uh, so yeah. So yeah, you can get, you can get exhausted. I was exhausted, bro. I was literally exhausted. I was very, very tired. Um, you're, you're overworking your heart, your cardiovascular system. You know, you're, you're too much pumping. Come on, man. You're not, this is a fucking is a young man's game. Like fucking all the, like fucking all the time. It's a young man's game. Uh, you just got to keep, you know, got to, you gotta drink your milk, uh, take your vegetables, uh, take your vegetables, <laughs> take your vitamins, eat your vegetables, drink your milk, say your prayers, all that shit. Um, there's some people who, uh, who like guys, then you know you you, you, uh, you premature ejaculate, you become premature ejacks. Uh, so yeah, that's that's a whole long and short of it. So too much sex can be bad for you. It can be. According to most people. A lot of people, they're like, hey, you know what? You know, I like fucking. And I'm prepared for it. So, you know, then, you know, then the, the, the question is, and I think I brought it up before, is how, you know, how many times in a day can you have sex? And again, when the kids are not home and, you know, you, you know, you're like, look, we're going to, we're going to go in. They say three to five times a day. And that's like, they're like, that's fiery energy. And I'm like, okay, three to five. Now I'm going to, I will extend this question to you, you people. How many times in a day have you had sex? And I'm and, and you know what? And and I don't want to hear like, yo, man, I'll fuck four bitches in one day. I don't want to hear lies. I don't want to hear that. I want to say, all right, you locked yourselves in a room again. You're ordered in, you're watching Netflix, and you're just in bed all day, no kids in the house. We're about to disrespect each other for an extended Period of period of time. How many times have you fucked in a day? Now, I'll tell you this. For me, it's been higher than uh, than five times a day. Like, bro, I was young once, and I lived with somebody, or I stayed over somebody's house. Yeah, it's definitely more than five fucking times a day. But they say, you know, uh, like, you know, can this sex, this much sex be healthy? Or can it put a strain on your relationship? Now, that's, and that's a very interesting question. Can fucking all the time 
be toxic. Now, because and and I and I say this like I say it like this, because maybe you're ignoring other other aspects of the relationship because the sex is good, or every time you get into an argument, you fuck it out. You don't talk it out. You fuck it out. You know, because physically, there's nothing wrong with having sex multiple times a day. But emotionally, now that's, now that's the, uh, that's the question. Does it affect you emotionally? You know, again, you know, they're like the older you get, the more emotionally mature you become. I think. Things like sex go by the wayside because you're connecting on a deeper level. If I can get romantic on this episode for a bit. But. You know. Usually people in their teens or late teens. 20s and early 30s. Sometimes. People fix problems with with sex. Now, the older you 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 become, your late thirties, your mid to late thirties, your forties, your fifties, you're you're able to uh, connect on a deeper level, a deeper emotional level, because again, the guy, he's not, he has to impress you in other ways. In other words, uh, so. Yeah. So it may be a little toxic to fuck uh, multiple times a day or like every time you see each other because, yeah, you have that passion. You need that passion. You need that passion. I I heard I'm, I'm, I'm rewatching Sons of Anarchy. And. So one character said to the other. Hey. I just want to love you. And it was Gemma, uh, the, the, the mother of the main character. And she goes, oh, baby. Men need to be loved. Women need to be wanted. I'm like, God damn. That was, that was a bar. So then you go, oh, okay. Whether it's true or not, maybe it was just something written for the, for for a TV show, but it it made me really um think about that. And again, men equate sex with love. That's how we express our emotions through physicality. And uh, and we show you that we love you. In, in 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 lustful ways. All right. I just took a sip of water. Uh because this next segment is going to is gonna go off the rails. 
is going to go off the rails. I'm just letting you know now. So if you didn't tune out before, I highly suggest that you tune out. If you're not ready to hear some some shit. So the older I've gotten and the older I become, the more I surprise myself in what I'm attracted to. Like, I, like, so, I don't know, like, maybe after my, like, my longest term relationship, which, you know, again, uh, I was very deeply in love with this person. Uh, we spent a very long time, uh, time together. We grew up together, uh, emotionally and age-wise as well. So, after that relationship, there was an exploration in what I was attracted to and what turned me on. Like, and I was like, oh shit, so this is what I'm into? Like, for example, the other day, I'm watching uh, a TikTok of a South London, like, hood rat chick, right? And she's like, hey, bruv, and she got, she got gold, she got golden diamond teeth, very beautiful. And her... Tattooed up, ghetto as shit, gorgeous. And what made me like, I was like, what, what made me like really uh, surprised was because uh, she was, uh, uh, she, she lived in South London, but she's uh, originally from Medellin. And she's, so she's Colombian. So like she speaks Colombian. Spanish, like Paisa Spanish. But then she code switches to South London, like the dodgy end. Like, yo, hey, bruv, hey, governor, like shit like that, right? My, my, my British accent is impeccable. So I go, and I'm looking at her, and I go, yep. A new kink is unlocked. A new fetish is unlocked. Because I didn't think I was into shit like this. I didn't think that that would turn me on. But guess what? It did. And that was... And this is like like a couple of days ago. This is very surprising. So, the more... The, the, so, after that, that, that relationship, I found myself liking a, a slew of things that I did not think that I was going to be into uh, in my 30s. Um, so, again, like growing up, uh, I didn't really like, well, I didn't, I never really noticed um, 
like goth girls and and like just like like alternative chicks, right? And the older I got and I become, I go, huh. Now that's a that's a thing now. Like she I didn't I didn't think I I, I was attracted to a girl with a, a neck tattoo or a girl that's like wearing thigh highs and very pale skin. But here we are. Huh. Oh, and she wears she wears latex? Got it. And me and like look, like I'm I have like very conservative amount of tattoos. I plan on getting more. Um I don't have any piercings nor do I want any. Uh I I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of a straight-laced guy. However, I yep, I go, "Oh, well there you go." I guess it's like that whole opposites attract thing. Uh like uh Paula Abdul and MC Scat Cat you know, how this is a track. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like there's, there's a, there's a young lady that I follow and she's tattooed a lot. And she wears nothing but black lace and she's into like the, the, the macabre. And I go, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is what I'm into now. And I and I'm not gonna like me, like personality wise, I'm not really interested into that. Uh like what she's into. Like, oh here's the macabre and I like to play with guts and I have a pet snake and shit like that. But um But yeah. It's fucked up. So then you start thinking about kinks and fetishes, right? Now Webster's Dictionary describes a fetish as a form of sexual desire in which gratification is strongly linked to a particular object or activity or part of the body other than the sexual organs. For example, a man with a fetish for surgical masks. Now, I know there's fucking guys out there that loved COVID because I'm like, Oh my God, that bitch is wearing a mask. I can only see her eyes and blah, blah. There's guys into feet. Again, a fetish. There's axillism, uh, the, the attraction to, the yeah, sexual attraction to armpits. There's people who like costumes, cosplay, uh, voyeurism, leather. There's subs, there's doms. Some uh, submissives and dominant. A lot of people into piercings. Hair. Doesn't necessarily have to be, um, the head on your uh, the, the hair on your head, ladies. Some guys like that. Hair to be somewhere else. Armpit. Legs. So then you start going, hmm. Like, what triggers a kink? What triggers a fetish? Like, a lot, of pe- a lot of people say, like, early, 
early experiences, like uh, certain uh, certain sexual experiences during or like or around puberty, are one of the factors that lead to fetishes. Like, I don't know. Like if if a if a if a girl like maybe I'm attracted to girls who know how to fix cars because I love the gadget from fucking Rescue Rangers. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. That, like I don't know. I'm, I might be fucked up. I might be into girls with who wear latex and leather and all black because I was I wanted to secretly be in the Matrix. I don't know. Dude, I don't know. So, I don't know. Like, uh, and you know what's funny is that a lot of people will shame you for having a certain fetish or, or for having a certain kink. And I think that we have to be a little bit more open-minded when it comes to stuff like this because what a person is attracted to or what a person is into has nothing to do with you or it doesn't involve you just like whatever that you're attracted to doesn't involve them it's your thing it's your preference so i think we need like you know like again as the world expands and uh, and technology advances and all this, you're you're gonna be into shit that you didn't think was possible from like when you were younger. Me, again, I I saw the fruition of the internet and came home and all this and. Yeah, like I've seen advances in in technology uh expand people's taste in things. In music, in movies, in art. Now I see the innovation of porn. Because there's so many categories of porn. It's insane. It's insane. Not insane that that, that exists. It's insane that that many, that there's so many categories. Not that they exist, you know, because fuck it, you're into shit. Like I'm into, like there's a, a category of Guys that love like women just stepping on things in high heels. Nothing sexual in nature about it. It's just what guys really are into. Midget porn, clown porn, uh, anime uh, is a thing. Is like is it now? And I and I'm gonna say this. Uh, not knowing if he's listening or if or if his mom is listening. So one day, 
This is going to sound fucked up, but what are you going to do? I, they, they don't listen. I know they don't. So one day, uh, you know, I, I lived with my ex-girlfriend and her sons. So the first time I ever heard about ASMR was from her oldest. And at the time, he was like 15. Yeah, he was 15 years old. So the first time I ever heard about ASMR, because it, it was this kid. And he was like, I was like, he's like, oh, I was like, yo, what's it? Because like, on, on the YouTube search on the TV, I was like, yo, what the fuck is asthma? He's like, oh, there's ASMR. I'm like, what the fuck is ASMR? He's like, oh, it's just people just like really, really, uh, like, you know, they listen to sounds of things. I'm like, like what? He goes like, well, me, I, I like the sound of paper crumpling up. I'm like, all right, cool. Now, as an adult man, there's no way, there's no way that ASMR didn't come from a fetish. It didn't. I, I'm, I'm, it's impossible. You can't convince me otherwise. This shit came from some kinky ass shit. Like, yo, I want to hear a girl rub her nails on her legs and put a microphone right next to it. So the reason I bring it up, especially with this young man, is this one time I, <laughs> he's going to kill me. Hey, he lives in Florida. What the fuck you going to do? So one day I'm like, yo, I was like, yo, this nigga was always like, and I told him, I was like, yo, babe, you know, uh, this kid left the, left his TV on and he's asleep. So, so, uh, she's like, all right, let's go. Uh, I'm going to go turn it off. So she walks in because it's her son's room and I'm like right behind her and he fell asleep too. <laughs> ASMR of, and he was right, of paper crinkling, but here's the kicker. It was two Asian girls. Eating McDonald's cheeseburgers and like giggling. And like, I wish I had paper right now. Oh, where's paper? God damn it. Oh, so it sounded like, hold on. It was like, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is this nigga watching, bro? She goes, no, it's ASMR. I'm like, no. It's two cute Asian girls eating cheeseburgers, giggling, and and crimpling out paper. That's a kink. That is a fetish. You can't tell me otherwise. So people are into shit. The more that the things expand, your attraction to things expand as well. Now, and let's get a little serious. Now, the question that is on everybody's head are kinks and fetishes. And again, it has a lot to do with early experiences, what you're into later on. And start. And, 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 and ladies and gentlemen, 
This is an interactive podcast. I want you to close your eyes and picture the first, the first fetish that comes in your head. Now, do you have that in your head right now? Do you have that, that fetish, that kink? Good. Now, let me ask this question. Are most kinks and fetishes trauma responses? Now, so kinky and fetishes, like this, these certain sexual preferences, they're all stigmatized. Like the psychology behind it is a little skewed. Is a little skewed. But a lot of people say that kinks and fetishes stem from trauma. Now, a lot of people say it's unsubstantiated. Like, there's no proof of this. But a lot of people say most kinky people or people who are, are, are fetish identified, whatever the fuck, they just so happen to be survivors of trauma. So they engage in, 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 in fetishes, in fetishism, uh, in trauma play. So a lot of them, so a lot of people say it helps them cope with it. It helps them uh transform childhood abuse or uh, you know like for example it helps them be in control of what once scared them or what uh what damaged them for lack of a better term uh in the past so is it for example so with that that uh fetish or that kink that you have in your head now right now one of the most popular ones is young ladies that like it like to get choked right so young ladies like to get choked and you go Huh. I wonder where that came from. But a lot of, again, a lot of uh, people like to get dominated. And a lot of people like to dominate. So it's a way, like, for example, they say like most dominatrixes, dominatrix, I don't know. I don't know the plural uh, form. Uh, so they say a lot of dominatrices, their main clientele are powerful businessmen because they like that because they're so powerful throughout the day. They like to get humiliated. I don't know. Like, you know, I don't think I need to, to, to go see a dominatrix. I've dated Latinas. They're they're fucking 
it's the same thing. They treat you like shit. And and dress in high heels. Like it's 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 the same thing. It's very comparable. So yeah, so maybe maybe uh there's some validity to it. Validity. Ugh. I'm an idiot. Anyway, I'm a fat tongue idiot. Uh so as we're talking about fetishes and kinks and all that. Now, again, you have to keep your partner satisfied or they will venture off to find somebody who will. Now, a lot of people aren't into certain play. A lot of people don't like to participate in another person's kink or fetish. But I think that huh. then you're just alien. So it, like, if you're in a relationship with somebody who has a certain attract uh, attraction or a kink or a fetish or whatever the fuck you want to call it, a desire, and you're not meeting it, so you're kind of you're again you're making that you're making that person hide a piece of themselves from you, and you want them to be open. Pun intended. You want them to to open up to you in every aspect, whether it's physical, emotional, and mental. You need you need that that closeness that that's what bonds you better to each other. You know, you have to be an erotic teammate, if you will. Because you have to you you have to face this together. Like, all right, cool. And again, don't just spring it on them. Or like if, for example, if you're the one with the desire, you're the one with the uh the kink or the fetish or whatever, don't go, hey, by the way, lick my feet or let me lick your feet. You have to, you know, introduce the idea gradually. You know. And you start seeing, you start seeing them become more. Uh, I guess. Into the idea. And you start seeing that. Their response to it is a deeper attraction to you to keep you happy. I'm like, yo, it gets me going to see how it gets you going. Watching you respond to it really gets me off. Does that make sense? Like sometimes just witnessing somebody really opens open themselves up and like be completely free with themselves and their identity. A lot of the times people respond 
very well to it. Like, yo, my God, that's just sexy as hell. Watching you, uh, uh, not confront, but like really showcase your sexuality and your sensuality. Watching you do it gets me off. I guess it's a voyeurism, I guess. But yeah, got to keep, got to keep things interesting, man. Ladies, if the guy is into you stepping on balloons, is it really hurting anybody? Buy the fucking shoes. Don't ask them. Don't question them. Guys, if she's like, hey, yo, by the way, I want you to fucking spit in my face and call me a piece of shit. You, you talk about it later. But in the middle of it, you go, shut up, whore. And then you'll you see her fucking blood start flowing. Don't, you know, don't, don't shame a person for being into whatever the fuck they're into. You know, that's just, you know, love a person for, Hey, you want to dress up like Sailor Moon and and fucking have sex on a, on a pier or some shit like that? Like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. Let's do it. That's sexy. It's hot. Yeah, you open yourselves up, people. And, you know, again. I'm very, I'm more conservative uh, when it comes to certain things. But if if I'm with, again, if I just so happen to be with one of these alternative girls or alternative goth girls, tattooed up, pale, uh, wearing black all the goddamn time, they listen to fucking uh, Slayer and Pantera and all that shit, and I'm over here fucking listening to Griselda and all that shit. If she's into something, I'm into it. You have to be. Because then she'll find somebody that's like-minded. And maybe, you know, fall in love with that person. I don't know. I'm going on a rant. I've been talking for way too long. Uh, So, yeah. And, and you know what? I'm not even going to. There's like a whole list of uh, weird sexual fetishes, fetishes that, that are out there. Uh, necrophilia. Everybody knows, uh, every, you know, is, is the arousal to corpses. Uh, coprophilia is arousal to feces. He's a fecal freak. He's a dookie taster. <laughs> if you haven't seen things to do in Denver when you're dead, you gotta fucking watch it. I quote that movie way too much. Uh, so yeah, there's fro, fraterism, 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 arousal to touching a stranger, surreptitiously in a crowded place. That's weird, yo. Sorry, I'm kink shaming. Uh, lithophilia, 
which is arousal to stone and gravel. Like, oh, girl, let me fuck you on an unfinished driveway. Uh, act actors, right? Actorasty. Arousal to the sun's rays. Got it. Xylophilia. Xylophilia. Arousal to wood. I'm, I'm, I may be butchering these fucking, there might be a, a fetish of, uh, short half Dominican guys, uh, mispronouncing shit. That might be a kink. Uh, gentral, gerontol, I don't, I'm fucking this up. It is an, an attraction to older people. Uh, arousal to insects. Got it. Arousal to the thought of hellfire and damnation. God damn. Arousal to statues. That's weird. Well, I might be attracted to statues too because some of these bitches I fucked in the past, they just stood there uh, or just laid there. Anywho, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm ranting. I'm a little punch drunk. Uh, but yeah. So that's, so, so ends the saga of sexual depravity of, uh, of what do you call it? Of sex, man. Like we have to start, look, look, and I'm, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Uh, I was a little bit reluctant to talk about, uh, sex on the podcast because I knew how transparent I am and how I would uh, really just um, divulge a little too much, but I believe I showed a little restraint. Um, but we all have to start talking openly about sex. Um, not who we're doing it or what we're into. It's just like having that, that open dialogue, that discussion of, you know, People are into shit, man. People like fucking arches of the feet. So we have to be a little bit more uh, more open with it because it'll help us accept ourselves and it, it helps us accept other people for what they may be into. But, you know. You know what I always say. It's time. Shower thoughts. Good looking people who have terrible personalities are basically real life clickbait. And that was shower thoughts. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, gonna try to clean up next episode. I'll, I'll keep it clean. I'll talk about like Mormonisms and shit like that. Uh, hey guys, what's your favorite flavor of bubble gum? Um, so yeah. So I hope, uh, I didn't offend anybody with this episode or these past two episodes is just 
again, we got to put it out there, man. You know, everybody's into shit. You know, again, I, I say it and I say it again, like women are, are, are becoming more um, comfortable with their sexuality. Um, and we shouldn't be very so close minded as a society, not just as people, as a society, uh, when a person uh, divulges that, hey, I like fucking or hey, I like this. Hey, I like that. Or especially in a relationship. Again, you have to keep your partner happy. Now, if it's something that that puts you in danger or whatever, then fucking do that shit. And she's like, choke me, motherfucker, choke me. So you choke her. I once choked the girl so hard that she got worried. I was like, oh, safe word is pineapples, bitch. Like, use the safe word. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> she's like, pineapple, pineapple. <laughs> I was choking the shit out of her. By accident. I was into it. What the fuck are you going to do? Anyway. So. Uh, again, just keep in mind that people need to have their desires met. And if you're with that person, I believe it is on you to scratch that itch. And on that note, this has been another episode of Unaccompanied Adult with Joe Diaz. Peace.